listening to Talking Law, the podcast where business owners just like you discover how to avoid legal landmines and build value using smart legal tips. Join your host, Joanna Oki, as she cuts through the legal jargon and gives you clear and simple actionable legal strategies, which will get you optimal business results. Hi, it's Joanna Oki here and welcome back to Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. Now, today we have part two of our two-part series, talking with Mark Boris, the very well-known executive chairman of publicly listed Yellow Brick Road, the chairman of the SME Association of Australia, and of course, the host of the television shows, The Apprentice and the Celebrity Apprentice on the Nine Network, and the Mentor on the Seven Network. Now, if you have missed the previous episode of Talking Law, you might just want to skip back one episode and go and have a listen to that, episode 94. In that episode, we commence a discussion with Mark all about his business, Mentored, and the role of Mentored in the world of SME. Mark is a passionate advocate of SMEs, and in In that episode and indeed in this episode, episode 95, Mark and I discuss the many lessons that he learnt along the way in business. We talk about his family history of small business and the impact of working with the big name Kerry Packer. And in today's episode, we are digging further into the concept of a task force that Mark was part of in relation to digitisation for small business owners in Australia. We talk about the change that governments need to make and create for business owners in Australia. And we take a sneak look back at Mark's time on The Apprentice and his takeaways from that period of time. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. I know I I absolutely love recording it. So here we go. I sort of got a sense this at the beginning of last year. The, he was a treasurer at the time. The now Prime Minister, Scott Morrison, asked me would I um, run a, a task force for him inquiring into digitization of small business owners in Australia. And I ran mm. that task force for three months and I gave him a report. Mm. And um, one of the things I, I found in that um, task force, running that task force, was that the small business owners in Australia, small to medium business owners in Australia, are completely spread and disparate. In other words, there is nothing that connects any of them. Mm. There is no nothing in a formal sense that connects everybody. Which is incredible. Such it's a large, such a large sector, and such a large employer in Australia is. And well. so important. Mm. I mean, if we don't help them out. Mm. They will over time they'll diminish. So if you look at you know new businesses as starting compared to businesses going not going out of business, people going out of business relative to where we were say ten years ago, we're way down on numbers. We haven't grown, mm. and that's a problem because our economy is growing and our, our business sector is not growing at, at the same rate as our economy is growing. So we're going backwards. Yet our economy, as you just said, it employs you know somewhere between sixty and seventy percent of every employee in this country mm. is employed by our small business sector. We pay their super, we pay their tax. We it's ridiculously it's the biggest part of our employment in Australia. Mm. So the government's very concerned about it. I'm concerned about it. I mean, from an economics point of view, we need it to prosper. Mm. And there are, you know, sure, we've got mechanisms. The Reserve Bank's got mechanisms to help the prosperity of all Australians by reducing interest rates for homeowners. 
um, the um, you know that's monetary policy. Fiscal policy is about reducing the tax rate, but what policies directed at the biggest and most important segment of the market, business owners? None. There is no policy. Mm. There is no government policy which is attached, I should say, to that particular market in this country, which is, you know, everyone, they said, oh, it's the engine room of Australia. It's more than the engine room of Australia. Without it, we would be stuffed. Mm. And that, it's not just in Australia. It's, that's the same applies in India and America and in China and, you know, Europe and the UK. Globally, it isn't being looked at globally. It's a global problem. And, and after you completed your time on the task force, what was it something where you were then able to find recommendations at the end? Yeah, so I gave recommendations to the government, to the mm. Treasurer, and the Treasurer then in the next budget, in the May budget, allocated some budget to my recommendations. Mm. But then we had an election and these things sort of just get lost. Um, I have no doubt that some stage that the Treasurer will revisit it, Prime Minister will revisit it, I presume mm. the Treasurer. The objective was, from his point of view, was to create digitization for the small business, small to medium business, uh, business sector because digitization allows us to be more efficient in running a business, whether it be, you know, a plumber who uses, um, you know, a credit card um, machine to get payment after the straight after the job instead of having to go home and send out invoices and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Just digit or just digitization of my customer base or digitization in terms of my marketing and my business. Right. It creates efficiencies and there are a lot of digital tools out there which are not being used. Mm. Australia is the one of the worst countries in the world when it comes to small to medium enterprises using digital tools to run their business. Really? Yet Australia is one of the best countries in the world when it comes to using mobile phones, etc. from a personal point of view. So wow. our social interaction is one of the best. We're one of the first to take things up. But when it comes to SMBs, we are one of the worst. And why? Why is that, do you think? I don't. We, we couldn't get our head around why that is the case. We just couldn't work it out. We, we, we did all our inquiries. Um, just Australians, Australian business owners are slow in the, in the uptake of this. And, and part of it's an education game. We haven't been properly educated about it. Mm. We tend to rely on um, you know, old-fashioned tools, like, you know, like silly things like a lot of people still don't use Xero um, mm. and or QuickBooks, like, you know, like invoicing. People still do physical invoicing. Yeah, yeah. Which is incredible, isn't it? It's madness. Or, or yeah. if you're in the, you're delivering stuff, you know, you run a business, but some people like to order online, you still physically deliver. In other words, you don't use all the, any of the delivery agents, which are all online delivery agents. Mm. Well, but at the same time, you'll be the first person to go home and buy a hamburger or your dinner on Deliveroo or uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, Mark. What's going on? It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a florist in Cronulla and I really want people to buy stuff from my flower shop in, um, you know, in the arcade. But my online presence is pretty weak and pretty poor. Yet in my area, it's a wealthy area. Sutherland Shire, Sydney's quite quite wealthy. Mm. People would quite happily buy stuff online. And if I charge it, and if I just say, look, if you want to buy it online, there's, there's a delivery charge, people will quite happily pay it. Instead, what I do is I um, don't do much online, but when I do it online, I feel guilty about it. And I still charge them the same price as if they were to walk in the shop. And guess what? I When I finish work at 4 p.m., I lock up the shop and I go and do all the deliveries till 7 p.m. Mm. Um, then, I, then I get home and I start invoicing people because they don't have an electronic way of billing them either. Yeah, I mean, it's incredible. And then I'm so stuffed, I can't cook dinner for my family, so I ring up Uber Eats, yeah, I'll get my, uh, and I'll get dinner delivered from Uber Eats. Yeah. Like, what is that? That's, yeah. That is, that's the pain point in Australia, and that's got to change. That's what the 
government needs to change. And that, that, that comes from government policy. And I mean, our government are onto it, but, but uh, they've got so many priorities and, yeah. and um, it's, it's just so many priorities. And the, you know, the Minister for Small Business is a different Minister for Small Business now. So the Minister for Small Business, when I did it, was Craig Laundie. But uh, I guess they've just got a whole list of priorities that they have to deal with, you know, because mm-hmm. they've only just been voted in you know, and, and Cabinet got reshuffled. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, that I'm waiting for them to come back to me. Because I mean, I'm busy now too. So, um, yeah. but uh, these things need to happen in in yeah. this nation. And to some extent, I've decided I'm going to do it myself. I love it. That's sort of what mentors about. Yeah. Teaching people how to digitise their business. I mean, to, to a large extent, you know, we're doing that for the government. And if the government doesn't do it, we'll do it. Mm. Well, I mean, it, it must be partly an education gap, though, because, you know, a business owner is not going home and doing the invoicing because that's what they really want to spend their evening doing. Correct. Right? They just don't, haven't had time to find a better way. They just, Correct. it's too hard, they've got too much on their plate, just like the government, I guess. Correct. And, but I mean, the business owner, then that's why I'm, and that's what I'm doing. I'm trying to teach, I'm saying, okay, look, there's a better way of doing this stuff. Mm. Yeah, have a look at my, come to my website when I relaunch and you'll see that we've got tools on there too. So there is a better way of doing stuff. And that's my education game. I absolutely love it. Um, I, and I love, I, this has just been such a brilliant conversation, Mark. I just love the passion that you bring to, um, to, to this area. And I just love the whole concept of mentored. And do you know what I really love? I love that you're brave enough to take ideas and just keep pitching until you find that connection that you're looking for, I guess. Because I, I think, as I said, right in the beginning, I think many business owners give up too soon because they don't understand that not hitting the outcome immediately is actually just part of the process, you know? Correct. They don't understand. <laughs> it's it's constantly listening, watching, hearing and pivoting. <laughs> yeah, and every, and I'm sure people think, oh, it's all right for him, you know, he's got money, he's done it. Listen, I go through hell with his business mm. but when it comes to people, when it comes to the, the structure, the idea, the business model, you know, the websites, I, I go through hell um, and I don't have 50 people working for me. I've got three people working for me and um, you know, I have a very small team and because the business can't afford to employ a whole lot of people at this stage, I, I put revenue before costs, which yeah. means I have to do most of the stuff. So for anybody out there who's running a business or is thinking about starting a business, I'm in the same boat. I mean, I'm starting up a new business. This is a startup and it has all the usual startup problems. It's got the only thing I've got an advantage of is I've actually been through a few startups and I've taken them from zero to a, you know, large amounts. Mm. Um, but, and, and by the way, what I'm telling you guys, that's what my business is about is actually sharing that with you. What I want to do is share with you what I've learned. Mm. And it's not going to always turn your business around or whatever, but at least come and listen to it, see what worked for me. I love it, and um, hopefully we'll make sure we get from you some links um, to some of um, some of your events. So if you're listening to this um, into the future, we'll, we'll have some links through to some of Thank the you very uh, much. events, and and also to the SME Association and anything else you would like us to link through to. <laughs> you thanks very much. Well, I'm going to keep that in mind. I will parlay that into my uh, social team, who, who is consists of an intern and a full time guy. Um, <laughs> they're not a big team, but. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll parlay that into it and we will come back to you with some stuff. Brilliant. We'll, we'll let you know the actual launch date of the uh, of the new website. Let us know. We're right behind you, Mark. We want to promote Thank you very much. <laughs> all right, small business owners and startups, we've got to all hang together. We do. We've got a group together, Mark, where you've got to. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Betcha. And march on. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. As we end, I just have one last question. I'm just really yep. interested, taking you back a few years to your time on The Apprentice, I guess that's yep. when you came to the attention of um, many businesses in, in Australia, some of these, you know, the, the interesting view um, into the world of uh, you testing out some of these cadets, I guess as we might yep. call them. But what what did you learn from that experience? What do you think was your biggest learning, your biggest takeaway? Um, the thing I learned in, the, in that show was how to ask questions. Um, yeah, right. So, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about television. I mean, I got thrown into the deep end and I learned about myself. I mean, always have a crack. It doesn't matter. I mean, yeah. it doesn't matter if it works. It doesn't work. I mean, I'd never done a TV show. I had no idea what I was doing, not a clue. Um, <laughs> and I just well, I just went and did it and, um, and, and, you know, sort of developed it my own my own style of doing it, but and don't try and copy somebody else like their actual style, but you, yeah. you be guided by what you see that's successful, but build your own style as well. But I learned in that uh, TV series, think about what someone's putting to you and how to actually unwrap it and ask the questions that need to be asked. Mm. And uh, and I, I used to ask that of all the, let's call them the uh, participants. I used to know what questions to ask people mm. and, and how to put them in a position of being uncomfortable with an answer mm. and I was became quite proficient at working out who's lying to me who's telling me the truth mm. uh, with that those uncomfortable questions um, I became mm. quite good at it after 56 episodes I did <laughs> and uh, and you know and, and by the one episode is 70 hours of filming so one episode wow. of 42 minutes is take 70 hours of filming Jeez. So I did 52, 56 episodes of 70 hours. So that's a lot of hours lot in of front hours. of a camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's thousands and thousands of hours. And uh, so I, I got a pretty good understanding of how to ask questions because that's all I did. I only used to ask questions on the show. Um, I never gave anyone any answers. It was always questions. What did you do here? How did you feel about that? Um, why did that happen? Uh, what did you learn from that experience? That, that's sort of, that was the tenure of the show. And, yeah. uh, and 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 you know this particular celebrities are pretty clever. Um, so I had to learn, and they sometimes they form alliances, and you know watching yeah. alliances how they form, I and mean, you know they think they're going to you know all the men think they're going to outsmart all the women or whatever. I mean it's <laughs> sort of an interesting game, you know. It was it was gamesmanship. It was it was a lot of fun. Um, whilst yeah. it lasted, um, it's an old format. It probably you know I don't know if it necessarily works today that particular format, but it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it was good viewing. I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Sounds like questions formed uh, have formed a really pivotal part in your life. Uh, totally. So I guess this links back to the playbook as well. So it would be remiss of me. It does. Back at that point. But uh, I, I guess my very, very last question is, do you see yourself as Australia's Donald Trump is a play at PM next? Will we hear no. this? Here? <laughs> no. No, I, well, I tell you what. <laughs> the question you can ask me the question if he I would give you that answer based on how he sees out his term and whether he gets reelected or not. Right. Because <laughs> imagine if you said, "Yeah, I want to be Donald Trump, or I want to uh, emulate Donald Trump," and then he do, he fails in the next election campaign, or alternatively, he turns out to be the worst president that, that America's ever had, or a war starts or something like that. That'd be the yeah, worst. Yeah, my, yeah, that'd be yeah, my yeah. worst outcome. Yeah. So the, the, look, I have no political aspirations. Right. Um, I do have aspirations to try and influence change. Change, mm. But uh, I think I'm probably more effective at doing that outside of the political environment than I, than I would be inside the political environment. Absolutely fascinating. Mark, I tell you what, uh, this has been a cracker. Thank you very much for coming to join us today. You're welcome. Thanks very much for having me. And I absolutely want to just make sure your team lets us know uh, whenever you're holding an event. Oh, fully. Uh, for sure. Make sure we promote it for you. Thank you very much. Wonderful. 
And that's it for our two-part series with Mark Boris. As I said earlier on in this episode, if you didn't catch the episode before this in Talking Law, then just make sure you head back to episode 94. It was a fabulous episode and I highly recommend you go back and have a listen to that. It talks all about what Mentored is and the role that it as a business plays for SMEs, the gap that it's filling. We talk about the playbook and its importance for SMEs. And if you don't know what that means, then there's good reason to go back to the episode. Uh, We also talked in that episode about following your passion and never stopping innovating. We also talked about the concept of a mentor um, and what pulls Mark Boris to the SME world as a whole. All right. Now, and if you're really enjoying these episodes with Mark, You might also want to check out our sister podcast, The Deal Room Podcast, where we talk with Mark about a number of elements that relate to business sales and acquisitions, because his business, Mentored, also connects into the business buy and sell space. So we dig into that side in episode 105 of The Deal Room, and we look at investigating different ways of selling a business and structuring a business sale and how you can turn your business into something more appealing to buyers. And of course, if you would uh, like to link through to Mark or to make contact with any of our lawyers at Aspect Legal, if there's any legal issues that you would like to discuss with our legal eagles, then all you have to do for either of those is to head over to our website at talkinglaw.com. And there we have a link straight through to Mark at Mentored. And of course, we have a link through to a free booking engine for our lawyers at Aspect Legal. And finally, if you enjoyed what you heard today, then I'd be ever so grateful if you could pop over to Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player and leave us a review. And of course, at the same time, make sure you've hit subscribe. Well, that's it. Thanks again for listening in. You've been listening listening to Joanna Oki and Talking Law, a podcast proudly brought to you by our commercial legal practice, Aspect Legal. See you next time. Are you looking for a top quality legal team to assist you in your organisation? Aspect Legal is an innovative commercial legal practice that specialises in providing fast and professional services for their clients. If you'd like to chat about how we might be able to assist you, simply head over to our website at aspectlegal.com.au to book in a time for a free discussion with one of our lawyers. Thanks for listening to Talking Law. Tune in next time for more smart legal tips and tricks to keep you clear of those legal landmines. If you want to get a download of today's show notes, head over to talkinglaw.com.au. Information in this podcast is general in nature, not legal advice. If you want advice for your business, visit talkinglaw.com.au.